friends, welcome to the Eating Elephants podcast, where we learn God's word one bite at a time. My name's Holly, and I pray that you are encouraged today. Good morning, guys. I am so excited to share some good news with you. All right, so we got some more baby chickens. We really didn't need them, but we got them anyway, and they are as cute as can be. That's not really the good news I wanted to share, though. The good news that I wanted to share with you is my game plan for this year. So I would like to um, interview people once a month and share that with you. I love to hear the perspectives and insights uh, that other people have. I believe that when we lead in and listen, we have a great opportunity to learn from others. So... At the end of each month, I plan to release an episode interviewing people that I believe will add value to you. This month, Stacy Sheets will be joining us. Stacy is a mom of two sweet boys, a wife, and has recently launched her own business selling jewelry. If you need some pretty accessories, you can find her on Facebook. Stacy has a heart for Jesus and has displayed consistency in her love of the Lord for all of the 19 years that I have known her. I'm blessed to know her and call her friend and sister. I know that you're going to be blessed by her insight. Hey, Stacy, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I'm super excited to have you and we'll just go ahead and jump right in with a question. So my first question for you is... What is your favorite either Bible study or book of the Bible or person in the Bible and why? Okay. Um, I would be happy to answer that. My favorite person or story in the Bible would have to be the story of Rahab in Joshua. Um, Rahab was known for being a harlot at the time that this story takes place, um, she helped the Israelite spies in the city of Jericho. And my guess is that she probably thought at that time that like, that was the end of her story, but it's not. Her story goes so much farther than that. Um, and I'll get to that in just a second, but um, I love her story because it's not about her being a harlot, but it's about the story of God's perfect redemption Um, I think we all have a story, you know, like maybe we weren't, we're not all harlots or, you know, (laughs) drunks or whatever, but we all have a story that we all, we all need redeemed from. And, um, but like I said, her story doesn't end there. Um, just when she helped the spies, her, her story actually still continues today Um, I don't know if you know this, but she was uh, actually, she became the mother of Boaz later on. And then she was the great, great, great grandmother of King David, who is also the lineage of Jesus. So, like I said, her story still continues today. Um, I love it, too, that her story shows us that who you've been doesn't have to be who you'll always be. Oh, that's good. People need to like pause that. Yeah. Find it. Take a note. Yeah. That's good. Who you've been isn't who you have to always be. That's good stuff. Um, And then one fun fact about Rahab um, that I learned 
a while back was that according to like Israel's customs and traditions, the four most beautiful women in all of Israel's history were Sarah, the wife of Abraham, Rebecca, the wife mm-hmm. of Isaac, Esther, and Rahab. Isn't that cool? Wow. <laughs> that is cool. I wouldn't have thought that. So that's why she's she's my favorite. <laughs> With her employment. With, what's that? <laughs> With her employment, I would just <laughs> exactly. I was really surprised when I when I learned that, and I just think that that's so awesome that, you know, that didn't define who she was, and that her identity was so much more than that. Yeah, that's fantastic. That is shock. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that would have been your favorite Bible story. I'm <laughs> I'm glad it is though. Then. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing. That's wonderful. I just love the the uniqueness of it, I guess, and just the redemption story. I just really I love a good redemption story and I, I just feel like hers is so awesome. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So let's move on to question two. Um and I, I like this question because not everybody is in the same season of life and you are a young mom, you've started your own business and life can just be crazy. Um, so in this season of your life, how are you pursuing Jesus? This one can be hard for me. Um, like you said, I have two boys at home, five and two, and one of them does not sleep very well. <laughs> So it is, that can be really tough. Um, but what I try to do is first thing, as soon as I open my eyes in the morning, I try to get plugged into the word. Um, it's usually not even a full chapter of the Bible. It's sometimes just, you know, one paragraph or one section of a chapter. But um, I think just putting God's word in your mind and upon your eyes, I think just really a, and, um, then, uh, one other thing that I love to do is I love to listen to podcasts and I don't have a lot of time for those, <laughs> but I try to listen to, um, Elevation Church, um, Pastor Stephen Furtick. I love his podcast. They are so like on time and really, and they're always encouraging. yes, they are so encouraging and they just really, really speak to you. And I'm like, I read the same thing in the Bible and I don't get that. How do you get it? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just so awesome to listen to somebody that connects so well, you know, with, with God and, and the Bible. So I, yeah, I do love it to listen to Stephen Furtick. Um, I try to catch the Bethel Sermon of the Week from Bethel Church in Redding, California. Um, mm-hmm. They always have awesome messages. Um, and our the Rhodes Church where I attend, um, Pastor Chad Everett always has a really good sermon every week. And he usually does a series. So I try to stay connected with those also and listen to them again, you know, through the week or whatever. But that's what really helps to feed me. And um, it just, it's something that I can listen to if I have to run to town real quick to go pick up some milk or something and I'm by myself. I can listen to it for 20 minutes in the car by myself and just get 
get that word inside of me or get, you know, something other than Moana soundtrack playing. Because <laughs> I mean, when the boys well, are with on, me, though, the rock is so awesome. <laughs> when the boys are with me, we're usually they're usually watching a movie in the back of the seat. So that's usually all I get to listen to when they're with me. But when they're not, that's what I try to do. Or whenever I'm, you know, cleaning or whatever, I just usually try to listen to podcasts and get get the word in that way too. Yeah, that's good. It's um when the kids are little, it's it's a rough time to pursue Jesus because, you know, at night like I don't know if you're this way, but man, when the boys would go to bed, I would just like want to have something like adult time. Like I'd want to watch a movie or read a book or just like do mindless yes. activity, you know, just something for yes. enjoyment and but and then if you do that, you stay up late. Then in the morning, you're tired, and it's hard to wake up early and read your Bible. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it's, it's a rough code. <laughs> That's usually uh, why I, I read, you know, half a chapter or something in the morning. Yeah, because you're tired. You've been taking care of them kids. Yeah, it's it's hard, but it's um, not in vain, and it's definitely worth doing even if you do it tired. And then I, I think the season of life that I'm in right now with the boys being a little bit older, it's a lot easier um, because they'll, they're okay to hang out by themselves. They don't, they're not as needy. Right. So it's easier for me to, to read in the morning before everybody wakes up. Whereas it, when I was, you know, around your season of life, it was easier for me to read at night after they had gone to bed. Right. Um, because the morning was just, it was a rough go. So thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's encouraging yeah. for other people to to know that not everybody has to do it the same way. Exactly. Okay. I mean, so you kind of have to do yeah. what works for you. Yeah, because, I mean, not everybody is the same. And we, we learn differently and we're better at different. I'm better in the morning. Like, the later in the day it gets, I'm, I'm pretty worthless. So it's yeah. best if I do it in the morning. <laughs> I, I'm more with it. Um so question number three is, what are you currently learning and what is God currently teaching you? Okay. Um, well, for about the past, I don't know, six months or so, I have just um, really been trying to focus on God's peace and God's favor and um one thing that I just, I heard him say to me was be present, be at peace and walk in my favor. And I'm still trying to learn what exactly all that means. But, um, I know this past year I've had peace like I have never had before. Um, and you know, to walk in his favor. I know a lot. I, I used to think that like, you know, or pray like, God, you know, give us your favor, you know, like we were begging for it, but we don't have yeah. to beg for God's favor. We don't have to search for it. His favor finds us. And that's, you know, something that I know I had told you, like my word for the year was favored or favor, or whatever. And and I have just, honestly, I mean, I've been feeling that for more than just 
2021. I mean, it's been several, several months back that I've been dealing with this and it's just everywhere we turn or look or listen to, you know, it's favor, favor, favor. And, and that's one thing that God's been like teaching me, I guess you could say is that, you know, I don't have to look for his favor. I don't have to beg for it. I don't have to ask for it, but his favor will find us. Yeah. I mean, as you're, as God's kid, he wants to bless you and he wants to do those things. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we get so focused like on praying and asking for things because God does want us to come to him and and ask, but we can almost beg God. Like you had said, we're begging God. For something we already have. Yeah. Like we don't have to do that. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. That is wonderful. So being present, walk in peace and walk in favor. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. All right. This is interesting. I like this question. (laughs) What advice would you give your teenage self or a younger version? You know, I thought that whenever um, you gave me the questions, I thought this one was really going to be hard, but the more I thought about it, I mean, it was pretty clear. Like what I would tell myself is don't let others define your identity. Your true identity comes from Christ and the blood that he shed for you. You are who he, you say, or you are who he says you are, not what anyone else says, even what yourself would say. And that that's really good. I think uh, like that last part that you said, even what you say yeah, about yourself, we can, like, we can beat ourselves up more than anyone else could. Oh yeah. And you're not even <laughs> comparing yourself to like I think sometimes people compare like you hear about people comparing themselves to in their other people's Instagram highlight reels or yes other people Facebook but I I don't care about that I am my own worst critic because I'm comparing myself against what I think I should be like I should have much higher standards for myself than what I actually do yeah I don't have to do that I just need to stop. exactly that's really that's great (laughs) and then um this one this one I wrote down because you know like I was like writing it to my to myself you know (laughs) like my teenage self or whatever and then I I also wrote you know you were redeemed bought with a price strong chosen set free loved accepted and worthy that's really good that's really good and if we could get that early on man, it would just help us avoid a lot of mistakes and. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's one thing that I I really try um, not so much with Clark because, you know, he's still, he just turned two, but I'm with Lincoln, he's five and something that I just, I really try to get in him, you know, is that our identity comes from God and, and he'll, you know, like he'll do something or, or, you know, like, hit Clark or something. And, and he'll say, you think I'm a bad boy. And I say, no, I never said that, you know, and that's not who you are. And then he'll, he'll, then later he'll say, I'm a bad boy. And I say, no, you're not a bad boy. No one has ever told you that, you know, that's not who you are. Your identity comes from God, not from what you think about yourself. Yeah, that's right, man. And that's great to parent from a place you know, of identity, not just to get it for yourself, but also to parent that way and to show everybody, not just your kids that 
their actions while they will have consequences <laughs> don't find who you yes. are <laughs> yes man that's great that is wonderful okay what is one fun life hack or a personal tip or a professional tip that you'd like to okay share? um well i have two actually the first one is not really so much a hack but it's more of just a word of advice i guess um yeah. Make your bed every day. <laughs> it's fine. Um, you know, even if it's not the first thing in the morning, you know, even if it doesn't look like a magazine, make your bed. Whatever reason, it does something. It changes your attitude. It sets your mind for success, you know, in the morning. And I just feel like even at night, too, that I sleep so much better when I crawl into a bed that's been made. You know what I hate doing at night is crawling into a bed that has not been made and fighting with yes. blankets to get there. Yes. And you're tired. And I don't, like I said, I'm much better in the morning. I'm a beast at night. So I don't want to have to go to the bed and fight the blankets and figure out where the heck the sheet went. Cause it drives me out. And that's another thing. I've not always slept with a sheet, like the, you know, the flat sheet. I usually just threw them away because I didn't quite <laughs> understand what the thing was. But I've been sleeping with the flat sheet. It's fantastic until you have to make the bed. And if you don't, then you have to search for that at night when you're tired. It's horrible. So I completely agree with that advice. Make your bed. It's the best thing ever to crawl into a bed at night yes. that's been made. And I do have one more. <laughs> yeah, what you got? So my family or my husband at least says that I make the best pancakes. So, <laughs> oh, well, my husband does not say that about me. I'm not a terrible cook, but he says my pancakes are dense. So, so I'm please gonna, give I'm going to share you advice. share with you my secrets. Now, everyone okay. says, you know, what kind of batter do you use? Do you make your own batter? I do not. I buy the 89 cent whatever box of pancake mix from Aldi. <laughs> so it's okay. not about what kind of batter you use. It's about your technique. So okay. the first thing that you do is you mix your batter up, you know, with the water, mix it up. You want a good thick consistency. You let it rest. That is the key. You have to let the batter rest. Before like for how long? Two minutes. Oh, dang it, girl. That's way longer than enough time to let your butter melt. All right, so, so maybe I'm just too So you let your, your batter rest, and then you got to make sure that you have a good skillet. So once you get your skillet, you want it pretty hot, like a good medium-high heat. And lots mm -hmm. of butter. Lots of butter. So then once you've let your batter, your batter rest, which, like you said, is enough time to, like, let your butter melt in the pan and stuff. So, really, I mean, you don't have to sit mm -hmm. and wait on it. You let your batter rest, and then you kind of give it, like, one good last stir, just real quick. Mm -hmm. Then you pour it in the pan. Now, the, the next technique is you can't make them too big. You oh, have to, okay. Well, I have to make them. I cook them. Whoa, I don't weigh. My pancakes are the size of the pants. So no, no, you have to make them about, I would say, 
four inches at the at the biggest. And if you do that, oh. and then of course, you know, everyone knows you once they start, like you start seeing the bubbles pop up, then it's time to flip them. Once you do that, yeah. then you'll see whenever you flip them over that that pancake will have the prettiest crust on the bottom from all that butter, your hot pan, they'll be perfect. Perfect pancakes. Yep. All right. I'm going to try it. Billy says my pancakes are dense <laughs> and heavy and, but he's, he seems to eat them all. So I, I, they can't be that bad. And the boys have never complained. So <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a little bit of a food critic. Hey, I think like, we all can be. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, man. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I greatly appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for your time. Thank- have it friends i hope that as you go throughout your day you guard your heart guard your mind and guard your instruction